One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk video. I hope I'm not moving too fast and looking like a jerk here, but could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below for me? I'd really appreciate it. That said, our first question of the day is by Papa Bear AITA. Am I the jerk for forcing my daughter to find her own way to a wedding because of what she was wearing? My wife and I have three daughters, 19, 24, and 28. Our youngest, Jill, just started a community college this year, while our two oldest have moved away to start their careers. Jill still lives with my wife and I as she's attending college locally, and this saves her money. This past weekend, we were invited to my niece's and goddaughter's wedding a couple hours away. The dress code was semi-formal, so men were expected to wear suits and women in dresses. As we were getting ready to leave, Jill was taking her sweet time getting ready, and I was kind of nagging at her to get going. She had been out late the night before with friends, and I'm sure she was feeling the effects of that. When she was finally ready to go, she was wearing some kind of black spaghetti strap halter top thing with leggings. I told her that's not an appropriate outfit for her cousin's wedding and that she needs to change into something else. She told me she doesn't have anything else to wear and that I don't get to police what she's wearing. I told her that judging by the amount of dirty clothes on her floor and in her closet, she clearly has other options. She just didn't plan ahead enough to figure something out. I told her it was disrespectful to her cousin, the bride, to wear something too revealing and tacky to their wedding. Jill called me a jerk and said no one's going to care what she's wearing and if people focus on her clothes more than the bride, that's their problem, not hers. I told her in that case, how she's getting to the wedding is her problem, not mine. She asked what that meant and I told her if that's what she wants to wear, she's going to have to find her own way to the wedding because I'm not about to arrive with my daughter looking like she's about to hit a club at 2am instead of attend her cousin's wedding. My wife chimed in at this point and told us both to calm down. She told me I was being overbearing, but also told Jill that she did not agree with her choice of attire either, and reminded her that this is a semi-formal event. She told Jill she would help her find a different option that would be better suited for this. Jill scoffed at that and went to her room and closed the door. I went and knocked and told her she has 15 minutes to be ready, or we're leaving without her. She yelled at me that I was being a jerk, so I went outside to wait, and after 20 minutes, I went inside and Jill was still in her room. I told my wife that I'm leaving, and she can either come with me now, or her and Jill can figure out their own plans. My wife asked what Jill's supposed to do, and I said she can take an Uber for all I care at this point. My wife reluctantly left with me, and I could tell she felt guilty about the whole thing. Jill ended up not coming to the wedding, and both her and my wife blame me for it. I don't think I was the jerk here though. So as always with these stories, the point is to judge whether or not OP is being the jerk. The categories are you're the jerk, not the jerk, everyone sucks here, no jerks at all, or not enough info. So to me, in this story, I would personally say I don't think OP is the jerk. You can definitely make the argument about controlling what a woman wears or whatever, but in this specific case, this is about a wedding with a proper dress code. And this is OP's daughter, so it would be directly reflective of their family, probably OP, 
how it comes off when she shows up dressed completely ignoring the dress code. What do you think? Is OP the jerk in this story? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by throwaway8365. Am I the jerk for not letting my daughter go to her homecoming dance? My daughter is 14 and a freshman in high school. She came home one day after being at her mother's for a week. We split custody and wrote homecoming on our calendar and starts talking about all the plans she's made with her best friend to go to homecoming together. Homecoming week happened to fall on a week she was with me. She starts raving to my wife and I about the dress her mom took her to buy and that she's matching with her friend. She had even bought a ticket already. I was furious with her entitlement to just make all these plans without asking me first. I can admit it's not just her fault, but her mother's as well, for not clearing it with me before buying her the dress and ticket. In fact, I wouldn't put it past her and her mother to have bought the dress and ticket before asking in order to force me into letting her go. I want to teach her a lesson about asking first and not assuming that I'm just going to let her do whatever she wants and that she can't manipulate people in order to get her way. So I told her that if she'd asked first, I'd have been happy to have let her go to homecoming dance. But since she decided to make plans and buy stuff before even asking if she could go, I wasn't going to let her. She cried and told me that you only get one freshman homecoming and I told her maybe she should have thought about that. I said all homecomings are the same anyway, she has three more opportunities to go and she's not missing much. She sulked in her room for the rest of the day and didn't talk much. I tried to comfort her, but my wife said not to because I'd be teaching her that I'll give her my attention if she acts upset and cries. I went to comfort her anyway because I didn't think she was acting, but she rejected me. That infuriated me even more, so I left her in her room to cry alone. Her mother was furious when she found out and demanded that I pay her back the money she spent on the dress and homecoming ticket. I said absolutely not because she didn't clear it with me before buying those things. So it's her own fault. However, she contacted her attorney, who contacted mine, and long story short, I got to sit down with my wife and our family therapist for a painstaking conversation about communication. It's now long after homecoming and my daughter's pretty much back to normal but she's still angry with me for not letting her go to that dance. I stand firmly by my decision to not let her go but was I the jerk? To me, the answer is resoundingly yes. OP is really concocting this own fake storyline in their head saying they're out to get me, they're out to pull one over on me and has an unhealthy obsession over being the sole decider whether or not somebody can and can't do something. To me, I think even though they're 14, if it's a homecoming dance they want to go to, it's a no-brainer to let your kid go to those kinds of social events, right? Like, yeah, she didn't ask about it, but she came and she was like, oh, I got this awesome dress, I'm going to go with my friends, we have these plans. You're seriously going to listen to your kid tell you how excited they are and how planned they are for this awesome moment? and go, yeah, but because you didn't ask me first, you're not getting to do any of that. I just think it's ridiculous. You can still teach that lesson about them asking first, but still let the kid enjoy the things kids want to do while they can. It's a school dance. Kids love to go to those, right? They wanted to dress up, hang out with friends, have a social time. I see no reason to prevent a kid from having that social, awesome experience, their only freshman homecoming, because they didn't ask you first. It's just egotistical and controlling to me. What do you guys think? Let me know. The next question is by Bench Virtual. 
Am I the jerk for telling my husband that he emasculates himself? For context, I was raised by my single father. He raised me to be totally self-serving, where I learned not only to cook, clean, etc., but to be my own handyman. This has led to me being very independent, especially around my house. My husband, on the other hand, was raised to expect everything done for him, and never really learn any self-sustaining skills, but also raised to believe that the male is always right. Fast forward to last week, I needed to buy a new line trimmer as my old faithful finally gave up on life. I was busy with the kids, and my husband said he would go pick it up for me. I told him which one I wanted and what brand all my power tools are. He said he understood, but when he came back, he had purchased one from a different brand. When I asked about it, he said he thought it was better and it was also cheaper than the one I wanted. This annoyed me, but I thought whatever, he tried, move on. It wasn't until I looked at it, I realized he hadn't brought the battery pack to go with it. When I asked, he told me I could just use the batteries from my other tools. I tried to explain to him that this wasn't possible and why, but he didn't want a bar of it. A few moments later, he said, Okay, my brothers are coming over and we can go back to the hardware store. I thought we would be either exchanging it or buying the battery pack, but I was so wrong. When we got there, he walked straight up to the tool shack and asked the tool specialist to explain to me how my Ryobi batteries would work perfectly fine in my new Makita line trimmer. Well, let's just say that this didn't go well. The tool guy sided with me and explained, when you commit to a tool brand, you stay with it due to a few aspects about the batteries. He was embarrassed, but quickly did the exchange when finding out the battery slash charger pack cost more than the line trimmer itself. When we got home, it started. He was yelling at me about how I embarrassed him, how I'm constantly emasculating him, and how I should be a good wife, and just stick to doing things appropriate for females. Well, this got to me and I snapped. I replied with, the only person that's emasculating you is yourself. It's not my fault you never learned to be what you call a man, and I walked off. It's been a week now and he only speaks to me through the kids. It's got me thinking, am I the jerk? I would say OP is definitely not the jerk in the situation. Not only do I think OP's husband has an unrealistic outlook on how things should be, to me it sounds a bit 1950s, and whatever he considered emasculating him, he literally only did himself. The fact alone that he's only talking to OP through the kids is more than enough to make you see how immature he's being and how ridiculous he's being with this. OP did nothing wrong trying to get a new Ryobi line trimmer. This whole thing was perpetuated by the husband, not the jerk. Our next story is by Reluctant to Please. Am I the jerk for telling my husband that if he wants me to work, then he'll have to split chores? My husband of five months basically wants me to be a 50s housewife, but also to contribute financially. Basically, he sees all things inside the home as my job, but also expects me to pull my weight financially. He talked about accelerated retirement, more shared income, etc. I think this is nonsense. Why exactly is he Mr. Equality up until the housework? It's like the guys who ask you out, then expect you to pay. Like, what the freak, you asked me. He then told me that I didn't even thank him for helping with the dishes. I was not sure why he uses help when he lives here too, and he told me it was your, my, job. I honestly don't even know what to say. I always wanted to be a housewife, even if I never said it, but I didn't envision myself being a housewife who's simultaneously expected to contribute financially. 
I finally got sick of it a couple days ago when he was upset because I made him wait for dinner. Since I had to stay late at work, I decided that he'd either do the chores I assigned him on a chore chart, or if he'd let me quit my job so that I could go fulfill this female's role in the traditional relationship he wants. He says I can't because we don't have kids, and I need to pull my weight financially. He seems so sure of himself though. I don't even know what to think. He said that I wanted to be a housewife and this was the life of a modern housewife. Not sure what that's supposed to mean, but whatever. I think the fact alone that OP had to ask are they the jerk in the situation is surprising? You have a husband who's working, doesn't expect to do any of the household chores, expects you to do all of the household chores and work a job and contribute financially? Like OP said, this is a 1950s housewife situation, and they call it 1950s for a reason. That kind of living is in the past. I really think we're beyond that at this point. I'm not going to tell OP what to do with their relationship, but if it was me, I'd be looking for an out. Not the jerk in my book. This next question is by Ed O. Martini. Am I the jerk for ruining Christmas by not taking kindly to my brother-in-law's joke? My brother-in-law's front porch is poorly made and not to code. He's been replacing pieces of it for years. A rotted board here, a handrail there. Yesterday, I dropped off a package at their house while they were out. On my way down, I went through one of the stairs. Basically, the end of the board was rotted out, and it no longer had any support on one side, so it basically just turned into a seesaw. My left leg went straight down and hit the ground, so I was kind of trapped in a weird position as I tumbled forward. I scraped up my leg with some decent gouges from the splintered wood. The end result is that my leg was cut and bleeding, my pants were torn, and I strained something in my upper back and shoulder. Not life-threatening to be sure, I sent them a text when it happened. An hour or two later, I get a text that he and my sister-in-law couldn't stop laughing when they checked their doorbell cam. I responded it wouldn't have been as funny if it was either of their elderly parents, one of their kids, or any of the delivery people who bring stuff to their home-based business. At no point did he apologize or offer to pay for my pants. I did get a, you okay, text with the emoji with a head bandage. Today I get a, how are you feeling, text. I said a little sore, but nothing that would stop me from helping you tear down that porch and rebuilding it safely. You know, with proper stringers, risers, and treads. His response, I'll be replacing the board today. Expect a bill in your mailbox, lumber ain't cheap. My response was, good. When you stop by, bring your insurance info so I can make a claim. Later today, my wife gets a call from her brother asking if I was actually going to file a lawsuit or insurance claim and how we let his homeowner's insurance lapse because money was tight. When my wife told them that we weren't actually going to file a lawsuit, he got even madder because he was really stressed out for a couple of hours. And how he doesn't want us to come by on Christmas, their family was hosting this year, because we might stub our toe and sue. Wife wants me to attempt to mend fences so as to not ruin Christmas. I suggested that she and I talk about it on Wednesday so we can get some perspective. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk in this situation. Poor brother-in-law was all stressed out for a couple hours worrying about the insurance claims, while OP was dealing with an actual injury, a cut-up leg. They went over, dropped something off, 
and because their house was poorly maintained, their brother-in-law's porch gave way, and honestly, OP's lucky that it was just pants torn in scrapes. With something like that where the board gave way and their leg went down into the hole and touched the ground, they're lucky they didn't tear a tendon or a ligament or break their leg on that. And after that, all they get are two texts and a joke about, expect a bill in your mailbox, lumber ain't cheap. Yeah, lumber ain't cheap, but you sure are. Fix your dang porch. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these questions and stories I've read for you today, which was your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.